So, hey guys, um, how did you feel about that last room? I haven't stopped giving you the finger since we ended with the... I mean, you can't even tell. It's in my pockets. And, you know, still, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all things considered, I thought you guys came out of that pretty well. I think so, too. I think I did pretty good. Um, it was a roller coaster <laughs> of emotions for uh, me specifically as a player and as a character. I feel like that was probably our strongest room, and that bodes very poorly for how the rest of this is going to go, given that three of us have mastery and will saves. And that was a will save room. Uh, yeah, it kind of was. Um, you know, definitely wanted to start off with a little something different. Each room is going to have a different flavor, and that was uh, the flavor of that room. You got to meet Ola Traxxas when he wasn't confined anymore. I will show you with you listeners that Richard has had a palpable sense of joy about him ever since that last room, uh, which is, um, you, you could tell that uh, he feeds on the misery of his players. I do. Much like a demon feeding on fear, I feed mm-hmm. on the misery. Uh-huh. He's very smug. Uh, Abraxas is, uh, or, uh, what's his name again? Atraxas. Atraxas, I'm sorry. Is, uh, Abraxas is, I think, a, a terrible science fiction movie that <laughs> stars... Uh, um, uh, Oh, shoot. What's his name? He used to be governor <laughs> up in Minnesota. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of it? I read his autobiography. I keep wanting um, to say Bobby the Brain, but it's not. No, Bobby, it's not no, Bobby. It's, I'm thinking uh, of every Jesse wrestling. Jesse the Body Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. Abraxas. Uh, terrible, terrible sci-fi movie. You guys push the door open and go on into a familiar room, a simple room, a playroom full of toys and everything imaginable that you can think of that might exist in a children's room. Except it's a little larger than most kids' room, but hey, it was a good-sized mansion that these very privileged kids lived in. Just rows and rows of dolls and toys and stuffed animals, under which is maybe a few nasty little surprises. And in you guys go into the room. Everything seems quiet at the moment. I'm looking around for the puppets, see if they're around somewhere. Uh, I mean, you see plenty of, of dolls and toys in the room, but you don't see anything moving at the moment. Um, I glance at my companion and say, are you ready for this? Are you ready to play? No, no. I, 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 listen, you and your friend, you pipe down, okay? His, his friend's not talking... He, the, the, don't the doctor not, not that one don't talk to dr continence yeah, like that you can speak to him by doctor. his proper name and he's right here the mm-hmm. good doctor is not talking you always tell the doctor to not talk when he's standing there just quietly i i <laughs> i look at you with just a just a death glare like i know your secret come on let's do this and Jack already established that we are friends, and I wasn't talking either, so I don't... I, I, I'm going to... And people say I'm the crazy one. Yeah, you carrying over a little troubles from the last room? 
Well, as a matter of fact, yes, I'm terrified. <laughs> and fucking doomed too. As a matter of fact, yeah. Two, uh, how many natural twos did I roll? In that At number? least like two. two. Two to three. Two to three. Yeah. Oh my god! Give me a break. Uh, two just seems like your number at this point. Yeah. Terrified yeah. two. Doomed two. How many rolling two? Is oh. as Ezekiel going to survive two? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how that's going to be. Only seven more rooms to go. Well, yeah. good news is you can't die two rooms. How many entities are occupying your square? Two. <laughs> mm-hmm. I only see one. I'll just start making a beeline for the door. Pushing, All right. pushing my way past toys and dolls and so forth. So you get to about there. Is anybody else doing any moving while that's going on? Yeah, I suppose we should stick together. Yeah. Follow with him as we go. Keep an eye out. Something like that? Or yeah, very good. Uh, sure, yeah. Just outside the radius of the fireball. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, no just fireball. right within chain lightning range. Yeah. No. <laughs> you hear the sound of a simple child's laugh coming from three different places in the room. <laughs> As three things stand up from the piles. Each of them slightly different. Each of them a different child's toy. And with that, we'll roll for initiative. Oh, did you say we're rolling for initiative? I did. Yeah, that it's happens to be a d20 roll. I'm not sure you're aware of this. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a little bit of a little bit of a thing. As a reaction, I say um, <clears throat> to the group, All right, everybody, get ready. The fight's upon us. The sacrament of battle is here. It's time to raise your arms. It's time to fight for your survival and those of your companions. We rock. That's the spell Call to Arms, which is a reaction. Uh, about to roll for initiative. Everybody within 20 feet of me. So, about right there. Sounds about right. Yeah, all right. For those, for those of you following along at home. Sean just reached out and moved his mini back as though he were doing it secretly with all of us watching every movie made. You may have, you guys may have made your perception checks. I don't know. <laughs> Local Missouri man becomes first to die by DM's hands, not his dice. <laughs> right after I'm like, okay, everybody good with where they are? Yeah, sure. Oh shit, I meant to be here. In this day and age, what kind of spell has a 20 foot emanation? <laughs> that one, evidently. Something, I don't know. I can't be bothered to understand the rules. Everybody gets a plus four status bonus to your initiative roll, and uh, you get temporary hit points equal to nine, as a matter of fact. Uh, which will last for one minute. Nice. There you go. All right. What did you get, Sammy? Um, so a plus uh, with an additional four. Um, that's a minus one. So it'll be a plus three for me. <laughs> that's another two. Another two. Damn, another two. What, what, another two. What, what does that give you? I Hold just, on. I'm just so it'll be a 23. All right. And Sadiqio. <laughs> So I rolled a two. So with the bonus, that would normally be a 15, but four more uh, gives me 19. Okay. Rolled a 17 for a total of 38. I have a... Hold on. What did you say the bonus was? It was plus four. Plus four. Okay. So plus that's... four to initiative, nine temporary hit points. Okay. Uh, that will be a 35 then. Okay. 
And the bad guy's going to 26. Alright. I'm going to draw my tome. And I am going to attempt to exploit vulnerability against this little creature. Okay. I have no idea what that is. So how that's going to work is basically I need to make an esoteric lore check against a standard DC for that for its level. So 29. 29 we'll make it. This is a weird wacky thing. What what class is this again that you're using? This is the Thaumaturge class. Nice. That's gonna be a little while till we we post this, but uh this is actually a brand new class at the time of this recording. It hasn't been out very long at all, really. No, not very long. Alright, so how that's going to work is, on a success, I recall an important fact about the creature, learning its highest weakness, or one of its highest, but not its other weaknesses, resistance, or immunities. I can exploit either the creature's mortal weakness or personal antithesis, if it doesn't have any weaknesses, and against that creature, my strikes become magical. You're a little taken aback, because normally you have something of a supernatural connection to where these pieces of information come at you the, the way you're connected to it and you sense the supernatural in this room it's, it's very obvious yet not as much comes back to you as you suspect something is off with this information not wrong but off so the one you're looking at it occurs to you that this small wooden toy that seems to be moving on its own somehow it would be weak to slashing damage mm-hmm. And that's what you see when you look at it. This is a, it's a smallish, you know, large for a toy, but small size. You know, it's it's children's size. Maybe a, a rocking horse, but it doesn't look like a horse head. Hmm. Is that like a little toy dragon of some sort? What kind of is it? That like it's gonna be carved a, a toy dragon. It's a few feet tall, and it's kind of walking up behind you guys. In that case, I'm going to trigger the its mortal weakness so that my attacks will trigger its weakness to slashing damage. And then for my final action, I am going to relay that that particular creature is weak to slashing to the rest of the group. All right, and then who's next? Should go to Dr. Jack. Dr. Jack is going to uh, step diagonally up into his right-ish. Then Dr. Jack is going to make a spell strike against this creature or thing or whatever it is. He's not quite sure what it is, but it needs to die regardless. Good call. Uh, Just so that way you know, I will be spell striking with Gouging Claw. Gavin, I keep waiting for you to do something horrific thinking of our last podcast. (laughs) Every time you cast a spell, it was something very troubling. No, this is pretty straightforward this time. Yeah. I'm still bracing myself. <laughs> Eldritch gouging claw. That is a 35 on the two hit. A 35 is a hit. It's looking like it's only going up from here, boys. So it is 26 points of piercing damage, four points of fire damage, and then um, either one. Okay. Now, this, I need to explain something to you very quickly. Okay. Because of a racial feat that I have, if they heal from positive energy, I deal one point of negative energy damage. If they heal from negative energy, I deal one point of positive energy damage to them. Good. Good. So, just whichever one of those apply, do that. I just have to tell you that. That way you don't need to tell me which one it is. Okay. So you don't have to actually give me. All right. 
And then now for the gouging claw. Sounds like some Magus bullshit to me. It's because it is. You're so, correct. Just some Magus world. Yeah. yeah. General. Mm-hmm. Be 14 points of slashing damage. So what sort of weapon do you have? A trident. So you have a trident. So you stabbed this thing with your trident for piercing damage, fire damage, all kinds of damage. Lots mm-hmm. and lots of damage. And as you do, you look down at this, for lack of a better phrase, doll. It, it's it's strangely made. It's not really a doll. Almost, it, it's very blocky. Like somebody built something that's humanoid, but, but strange. And it's got these little eyes drawn on it. It's very square, like maybe some sort of a construct or android or something like that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Clearly made into a toy. And it's the kind of like the blocks are held together like the elastic string in the middle, but it's standing there in front of you. But its eyes don't seem like a toy's eyes. They glow this blue, this bright blue. So as you stab it, it uses its reaction and funnels electric damage back through you. Well, that seems rude. So make a reflex save. Oh, well, I don't really want to, but okay. <laughs> you got it, boss man. I mean, technically, you can't choose to fail. I, I, I think I'd like to do that even less, actually. <laughs> How about a 30? A 30 is a success, so you will take half of this. I don't like how many dice he's rolling for some of these. That is... Uh, it'd be 15 electricity damage, so take 7. <laughs> Thank you for to Sean for the temp HP, because that just took all that. You know, the gods of battle have blessed you this day. <laughs> and who's up next? After Dr. Jack, it goes to the baddies. Alright, well let's start with a little dragon back here. He's cute. As he plops up, it's the same thing. It seems like a normal toy, but the way it moves is weird, because wood shouldn't move like that. It's not quite as fluid as a normal creature would, but also it, it you know, the, the shouldn't bend, it should break when it brings its claws forward. And you see a little whiff of smoke come out of its its nostrils. And then it makes a childlike giggle. <laughs> and then rears back and shoots a gout of fire out. And this goes <laughs> sprays it around like a flamethrower. Hitting the four of you, and everybody needs to give me a reflex save. Is that because one of us is now within a 20-foot emanation from it? Uh, is that <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. You say reflex save? Reflex save. Yeah, there's that 19 I've been looking for. Sweet. That is 28. 28? Mm-hmm. That is a success, so you will take half of uh, 24 damage, so you take 12 damage. 36 over here. Uh, 36 is a crit success, so mm-hmm. you take nothing and you're terrified. It goes down one. Oh, you know what? I just kind of dodged the way. That's how you do that, guys. <laughs> just stay out of the way of the fire. You said 12 is what 12 I take? 12 damage. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, it's 12 fire damage, I should say. Fire. Okay. <sighs> Richard, you know, I feel compelled to tell you that I forgot to take that negative two into effect, so it would have only been a 34. Then it's not a crit success. So just a success, so yeah. I saw the terrified. It's a success. Got it. And as a success, you take half damage. Yeah, okay. So take 12 damage, 12 fire damage. Sorry, my mistake. 26. Uh, 26 is a success. So you take 12 damage, which is half of that, a fire damage. 26? (laughs) A lot of that going around right about now. Mm -hmm. Um, So take half of that for fire damage. There is the guy right in front of Dr. Jack, the one that just 
uh, shocked you back, gives you a big grin and lumbers forward and tries to give you a hug. Mm. Of course, it's really small, so really the hug is just like, you know, where like a, a kid would come up and like latch onto your leg. That's what he's going to try to do. Is this a melee attack? Yeah. Okay, emergency charge is a reaction. Okay, that just gives you your uh, shield. Yep, I immediately raise shield. Swing. Uh, what does that work out to be? That is uh, 27. No. So you managed to kind of kind of filter out of the way there just a little bit? I'm going to imagine that the emergency torch helped save me there, so it was more like they tried to get in the way, but like a magical barrier kind of gets in the way and prevents them. Okay. Poor kid. Too dumb to know about invisible walls. <laughs> um, so with that, it stops. Almost like, you know how a, a, a wind-up toy mm-hmm. that's programmed to do something that's set would like maybe walk so many steps forward and then teeter-totter back from foot to foot? It does that. Uh, and as it does it, there's a zap that comes out. So give me a reflex save. Wow, you're you're making me do a lot of reflex saves. How about a 27? A 27 is a success, so you only take four damage. Oh. You feel like if it were hugging your leg, that would have been a lot worse. Okay. So it's four uh, electricity damage. And then this little one over here, which looks almost human-like. It, it's clearly a doll that's meant to make, or made to be look like a human. Uh, you know, it's got like the ceramic head, the body. It's even wearing like a little suit, like almost like a tuxedo. And it runs up over here to Dr. Constantine. <laughs> I've got them all doing it now. Do you want us not to? Because it's your shtick. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Dr. Constance. And it just walks up to you and looks at you with almost childlike innocence. And it gets this weird look on his face. And his face turns slightly green. And it's just what is happening this is this is weird and then suddenly it just projectile vomits in your direction and I'm talking a Tarantino-esque amount (laughs) of vomit vile putrid awful child vomit you know that just comes your way covering you from head to toe make me a fort save he's targeting my worst save (laughs) And it doesn't matter. <laughs> 33. Uh, 33 is a success, but not a crit success. So you are sickened one, and you have uh, five persistent acid damage. Unpleasant. And once again, the childlike laughter fills through. <laughs> and who's next? Goes to Tsana. Or, uh, I, I'm sorry, I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Professor Tendleton. <laughs> okay, thank you. The assistant. The one right in front of me is the dragon one. That one's yes. the one that is, is this the one that's, um, is affected by the slashing damage. Yes. Correct? Okay. Um. It's weak to fret. Or weak to fret. slashing damage. I think a telekinetic projectile can be any yeah, type that's, of damage. Yeah, mm, it can that's be, and it's, yeah. it's only a cantrip. I'll still I'll do scales. It. Cantrips don't suck. Yeah, it scales, so we'll do that. I'll do telekinetic projectile at the one right in front of me. Yeah, you've been back and forth with me, but we'll still roll you. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So that's still the minus ones. 15, 32. 32 is a hit. Okay. Some good damage rolls there. 
cantrip. Yeah, like, so that's 10, 21, 22. Twenty-five damage. Twenty-five slashing damage. Yeah. Okay. Um, and just for everybody's information, I'll just write that here. But their all their ACs are twenty-eight at the moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. just just say whether or not it. Um, you feel like that slashing damage does in fact do more. Okay. Like a sizable amount more when you uh, pick up a piece of something around the room and, and slash it in there. More wood chunks come out than uh, you expected. Okay. Cool. Um, you give an action level. Yeah, I don't like being so close. But I don't want anything to happen to me. Um, so are you telling it that don't stand so close to you? <laughs> yeah. Sing it. Don't stand so close to me. Don't stand so. Don't um, stand so. You can yeah. just back away. I'm going to back away. All right, who's up next? A witch and a cultist back to back on the tail. Yeah. Is it me? Am I up? Yes. Okay. Zadikiel is up. Zadikiel takes a look at the, this one over here, the child vomiting one, and um, <clears throat> he stares at it and he says, You're no soldier. You're weak. Show me your weakness. And he casts the spell. <clears throat> vision of weakness, which is a, a focus spell for him, also a curse bound um, spell, and so um, that's going to jack up his curse a little bit. But it's also going to do the following: um, you focus your gaze at a creature, gain a flash of divine insight into its nature. If the creature has any weaknesses, you learn them, as well as which of its three saving throw modifiers is lowest. You also learn an inherent understanding of its movements and gain a plus two attack bonus to your next attack roll. Or skill check against that foe before the end of my turn. Um, All right, and that was this one. No, I'm uh, looking at the uh, child vomiting one. Oh, the child vomiting one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, over here. So it's basically just learn any weakness. I know it's weakness, and I get a bonus to attack roll. I also know right. it's movement and lowest save. Oh, um, it's a lot of information. Yes, no, it is. Uh, it's lowest save is going to be a will save, and. Uh, yeah, Vision of Weakness is a great spell for really anyone is. at home wondering. Quite mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it is really strong. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and bludgeoning damage is going to be <laughs> bludgeoning. You say? Yeah. I say, glancing at the warrior <laughs> spinning in my hand as though it's Molnir and like, um, yep. Say it isn't so. Uh, so I'm going to, um, <clears throat> I'm going to, uh, uh, and I movement. I assume it's uh, normal movement. Um, every yeah, pretty much everything in here is going to have movement of about twenty feet. There's a few that have twenty five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I uh, call out just before I, I charge in and say, ah, this one's weak-willed. It's not that fast. And you know what? It dies to Warhammers. And then I uh, move up 10 feet, and I make a strike action, which reduces the penalty for my curse um, because I'm striking. Life is good. Come on. How, how about a decent? How about a non-two? It's not two would be great. So I rolled a six. <laughs> God, you suck. So, so, so bad. Hey, it's four more. <sighs> I miss. But I look good doing <laughs> My turn is over. Top of the order, right? Mm-hmm. Don't forget your fast healing. I feel I'm not worthy of the fast healing with that roll of four. I'm just going to keep the damage. <laughs> Gangster move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been living all my life. In a battle spell oracle paradise. All right. 
So, at the start of my turn, because I do have my tome, I'm going to attempt a occultism check on this one. See if I can learn anything else about it. Sure. I'm not going to succeed the occultism <laughs> check against that one on a 18. Mm, nope. No. Nope. Actually, that is a crit fail. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Good thing that wasn't a saving throw. Yeah. What else you got? All right. So then, as my first action, I'm going to attempt to remove the second condition from myself. Probably fail. Um, 23. Yeah, that's a failure. Yeah. Suck it, Trebek. Sad. Is that all that... Like phlegm and uh, you know pieces of like is that ooh, is this flesh? I don't know. Ooh, that smells rotten. What is ooh. this? It's dripping off of your face. So then, because you're targeting the one that's on us, I am going to go ahead and intensify vulnerability against the little dragon one, and giving me a plus two two head against it, and then make an. I have to remember exactly what it's called. Instructive strike against it. I'd like to mention that all the names of these abilities sound like they would be like Space Marine abilities in 40k. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 38 two hit. Uh, yeah, that's a crit. They shall know no fear. <laughs> I wish I knew no fear. I'm terrified too at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Richard. Brother, we must intensify their vulnerabilities. <laughs> I love it. You know what I think we should do for this entire uh, place? Exterminatus. <laughs> mm -hmm. Call down the strike. So that's going to be... I'm just waiting for the two creepy little girls to pop up. <laughs> Don't give the judge You, you, you think they're already there. 29 slashing damage, 5 fire damage, and 12 technically untyped damage. And that is... Yes, against that one. Uh, okay. Five fire damage? Yes. Okay. And it would be taking 1d10 persistent fire. Once again, you think the slashing damage did a little bit more, which is enough as the, the dragon tries to lumber forward, continuing to move towards you. And this is almost like happy fashion. Like one of its legs gives out and it crumples to the ground and falls into pieces from that onslaught of an attack. You've destroyed the little toy dragon. It's not just crumpled on the floor. Look at the tears that were shedding for it. That's oh, my wait. turn. There are none. And next. It goes to Dr. Jack. So, Dr. Jack, to start out his turn, is going to cast Electric Arc. He's going to target it exclusively on the acid construct or whatever we want to call these things. The acid one. Yes, that one. So, so... Just one target? Yes, just the one target. Go ahead and give it a reflex save against me. Nope, that's not amazing. That's a 20? That is a failure. Ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas already. <laughs> Got a machine gun? I thought about that before we do the holiday recording. 
bringing a TV over and uh, all everybody watching Fat Man before we were recording. But I still haven't caught that. I I I, I don't know why. I forgot about it last year too to watch it. We bought it. We own it. Yeah, coming yeah. for your head, Fat Man. Mm-hmm. We could do a hostage exchange. You give me Hooper and Fat Man for me to watch it. Uh, before I own it digitally, so I don't own a. Oh, okay. I don't like. I'll just take your electrons. I, I'm uh, not sure yeah. how this works. I, be 12 points of electric damage. Okay. You feel like that was uh, an appropriate solution? Mm-hmm. Still there, though. Yep. And then I'm going to use Shielding Strike. So I'm going to make a attack roll against the one that is closest to me. How about a 36? That's a hit. Yeah, I know it's a hit. Just wants to tell us how awesome he is. Yeah, I just want to hear it. <laughs> he likes to hear that loud. That's actually a 38, my friend. You're in flank, right? Where'd you figure that in? How am I in flank? Oh, wait, you're not in That's flank. That's over here. Oh, <laughs> flank? I'm sorry. Okay. He is in flank if you if she is on the enemy team. <laughs> For what it's worth, they're like, every character on the thing is evil looking. Like <laughs> We all chose miniatures <laughs> for our characters that are very shades of black and gray and are kind of terrible. They, they, they really do look like something straight out of uh, a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. A supernatural horror movie. That'll be 15 points of piercing damage to it. Four points of fire damage. And then the negative and positive damage as you will. And the little robot android thing in front of you kind of also falls to pieces. Like you manage to snap some of that that stretchy rope in the middle and it just crumbles apart and little blocks fall here and there and the light goes out of its eyes. And who's next? After Dr. Jacket goes to the bad guys. Or well, Hmm. the one. Everybody make a perception check. Oh, no. I'll give you this as a freebie. It's a free action. You're welcome. How about a 27? Okay. Uh, that is a 32. 32. And in fact, that would be a 23. All right. So everybody but Zadik, you'll notice this, interestingly (laughs) enough. (laughs) <laughs> Over here with that dragon little toy that went down, you guys see movement, almost like a shadow or a wisp of something from the remains of that dragon. Filters across the room and flies very quickly, almost so quickly you you didn't, you know, almost missed it, barely caught it. And you see it go into a pile of toys. And the toy that's kind of on top there was a a little stuffed dog, you know, not not a real dog, not like a you know taxidermy dog, but it's meant to be like a toy, like a like a sock that's been stuffed with stuffing, and you know the the mouth has just been painted on. You see the little dog get up and run into the fray. Why right next to me? Okay, Darius, this is some bullcrap. He gets to respawn and move immediately. Next, you're gonna tell me he gets to attack before we get to move. And over here where the little robot-looking thing was, you guys see something similar. This little phantom wisp comes out of the blocks and across the room and pulls itself into another toy. It's a weird metal coil of some sort. almost looks like a spring. And you watch that spring kind of bend end over end as the fiendish slinky runs over here across the room and gets into the, the fray. Yes, sir. Richard, just wondering something. Because of my background, you know, I've got that continual spirit sense going on. 
And admittedly, I only rolled a 23 on my perception. But is there any chance I would have noticed that action taking place as a result of that that effect? Tell you what. Here's what I'm going to let you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have uh, occultism? I do, as a matter of fact. Um, Roll occultism. Actually, you know what? I don't have religion because I approach study of undead from the religious perspective. You know what? I'll allow religion. This, mm-hmm. this, this factor's in there. Okay. Um, the perception check was... So you didn't see the movement. Mm-hmm. You didn't see the transference, as it were. However, since you do have that extra sense, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you have a roll to... Uh, that's 26. Here's what I'll let you get. <sighs> 24, because I'm goddamn terrified. Because <laughs> you definitely have a little extra sense, so I'm going to give you a little something. Mm-hmm. It occurs to you that these toys are simply being possessed. Okay. In some fashion. Based on, and I do have undead lore, for mm-hmm. what it's worth, as addition. So, I guess, based upon my, um, <clears throat> that sort of um, understanding, it sounds like we can, uh, and if this is something you want to wait till my turn, that's perfectly fine. But, but, yeah, sure, okay. So, my, I guess my question is, do I have any sense for <clears throat> what it will take to, I mean, we can bash toys all day long, and there are no shortage of toys in this room. That said, we don't have all day long. We have less than 10 hours to go. Mm-hmm. So my question is, is there anything we can do to disable the spirits in this room that are possessing those toys um, as opposed to just beating on these I things? mean, I could make a lore spirits check to try and figure that out on my turn as mm-hmm. well. Here is the answer I will give to your question. Yes. There is no check you can make that will give you that answer. However, that may be the, the answer you need to figure out. Is there a chance, my companions, that um, the solutionists, they think this is playtime? Do we sternly tell them that playtime is over? I would. they need to go to bed? I think it might be something like that, but I also think that an important part of it would be finding the actual children themselves. I, I'm assuming they're animating the creatures. You think it's the... Well, fair enough, I guess, because it's there. Because how many children were there? Was it three of them? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, try to find their corpses? No, because their bodies wouldn't be here. Theoretically, that's true. Their bodies would not... I mean, there could be a, a projection of their bodies. I mean, we're in the midst of a projection. Well, right and also part of it is we got to remember because they didn't like it whenever everyone was telling them it's not time to play, and that's whenever they started killing people, remember? Oh, that was... It was st- it's actually still their turn, so you guys were getting a little conversation in while that was going on. But maybe we should try something like that. Maybe we should try to end playtime, and then we can also... Other thoughts... You can maybe do a spirit lore in your role. Well, he said that... Uh, oh, that's right. He already already checks checks okay, yeah, good point. So, over here is um, Dr. Tendleton's number one TA, and this dog ran up to you. Now, I don't know if you have been around dogs much, but when a, a dog is happy, when it's playful, it likes to come up to you, and it makes it difficult to walk because they get in your way for every freaking step you take. So I need a reflex save. As this dog tries to run in between your feet and legs. Okay. That's only a 26. A 26 is a failure. Okay. What you feeling over there? You gonna leave it like that? I'm so tempted to re-roll it. It's probably gonna knock you prone. May not be the end of the world. I mean, it may do something awful to you while you're down there, but more likely you'll just have to spend an action getting up. I'm going to re-roll it. Spin it to re-roll it. All right. Oop. We're going to 
do a different dice, though. <laughs> that dice has been put in dice jail. Okay. No, it's still... All right. So a couple things happen. First of all, you fall prone. Okay. As trying to not step on the dog, you stumble over and fall fall down on your behind, which you did fail to save, so it does increase your terrified condition. Okay. You're now at terrified two, I believe. Yeah. And then the dog playfully jumps up on you. And it's kind of like bouncing around on you. It doesn't really hurt per se. Okay. But there, you're going to have to make a flat check to take further actions on your next turn. Okay. And that's all that guy does. The uh, little coil of wire over here comes up to Dr. Jack and like bounces out and tries to coil around you. So give me a reflex save. Alrighty, I suppose. Uh, where's the reflex stat? Oh, it's on the defense page. There. Don't worry about it. All under control. How about a 29? Uh, 29 is a success. Nice. So you manage to um, kind of twist out of the way as it tries to wrap itself around you just a little bit, but uh, it, keeps, it seems to keep trying. Like, it's just going to coil around you every chance it gets. And then over here, uh, there's still the uh, the good old-fashioned vomit doll. And it's going to actually look over at the new fellow that's come close to it. I believe it's Zadikio. Mm-hmm. And look at you in kind of the same way. Like, it's getting ready to say something, but instead it just spews vomit. Mm-hmm. So give me that. Uh, give me a fort save. Uh, looks like it is going to be 30. 30? That's pretty good. So you're only second one and uh, have five persistent damage. Fish, did you make your persistent check on the end of your turn? Check? I took the damage, yes. Yeah, but you you get a flat check to see if it just goes away. That's how persistent damage works. Okay. I thought you had to take an action to do that. Nope. An action lowers the check. Okay. A 19. So yeah, your persistent... You took the damage once, yep. but now it doesn't continue after that. But So yeah. But now you have five persistent assets. Nickel, did you play all of Kingmaker? Just taking the persistent damage yes, and yes, doing I an did. action and making you- the <laughs> actions. Yes, yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> to be, if it helps, I everyone else at the table did too. I didn't. You didn't. You know that, him a couple hundred hit points. Yeah, that that would explain why you guys got the crap beat out of you by persistence. But most of the time, I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's really not that bad. I hey, take those now, man. Get those hit points back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's up next? So after the bad guys, it should go to um, Professor Tendleton. Yeah. Um. So what what check do I need to do to try to get this dog off me? Hmm? Is it a flat check? Oh, what do you want to do? Okay. Um, <laughs> like, if I do, like, a performance, like, act like I'm throwing something to try to trick it into okay. getting off of me. <laughs> uh, so as this dog is jumping around and bouncing around, you need to make a DC 10 flat check <laughs> or lose the action. Okay. My performance is a plus 14. <laughs> so make the flat check first. Okay. That's a five. So you lose the action. Okay. As you're getting ready to try to do that, the dog no. steps you, on something a little you, sensitive and you yipe yourself. No. And You have two more actions. That's true. Okay. Try again. It's a 17. Hey, there you go. 
Okay. So you're uh, then give me the performance check to see if you can mime throwing something away. <laughs> Uh, 18 plus, well, it's plus 14, so plus 12, so that's a 30. So the dog doesn't run away, but it, as you go to throw something, it does that thing where dogs do, where they whip around to look and see what you threw and where, yeah. so it stops bouncing around on you, so you don't have to take a flat check for the next turn. Okay. So you have one more action, no flat check. Okay. Actually, she does it. Flat check, flat check, perform check. No, the flat check's not, that the... She didn't lost record. the first action. Oh, it did, since she made it, it didn't require and then the, any action. I get right, you, the I'm perception sorry. check was the second my, action. My mistake, I'm sorry. Yep. Okay. But you do have an action left. So, what... Okay. So, I guess I'm slightly confused, but I just want to get up. So, I guess it would just be an action to... To what? What do you Just stand up. Yeah, you can okay, cool. to stand up. Yeah, I'll use my action to stand up then. And I guess that'll be the end of my turn. Okay. Yeah. And who's next? Goes to ZEQ. Yeah. I'm going to rear back and uh, take my Warhammer and bring it crashing down on this little doll's head. Playtime is. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you and me, my guy. You got to be kidding me, man. All right. Well, <clears throat> do math here, real quick. Christ, I'm a negative six on this next shot. You know, I guess this is what I do, though, isn't it? Let's give it another shot. As the little doll just kind of dances out of the way of your hammer. My roll amazing, which actually is going to be not enough. Uh, let me... was it 12? Give me a second here. Dude. It's not going to be the 28 required to hit it. So, it's a mess. Um, As the little doll just kind of dances around with your hammers at its feet, like it's skipping around. <laughs> uh, okay, so for my third action, I'm going to... Uh, actually, I guess I get a check to uh, see if they, uh, I am not sickened anymore. Is that correct? Or is it, I mean, for our, actually the sickened um, doesn't diminish normally each round, right? It's no, not one of those conditions not. that does. The acid, though, right? Uh, yes, so you'll it, take the five, and then you get a flat check to see if it goes I get away. that at the end of the turn, is that correct? At the end of your turn, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. I got it. I just didn't know if it diminished naturally. It doesn't. Sickened does not. Right, so, okay, but I'll tell you what I will do. I'll take an action to scrape the acid off. Okay. Yeah, so I'll do that, and then I'll do the flat check. Well, I guess... So it lowers the flat check. Yeah. If you take an action, it lowers... Got it, got it, got it, got it. Made it. What you make. Oh, sorry, man. So, yep, your persistent acid goes away. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who's next? Oh, um, can I get a, um, can I get a word in with sure. this? Sure. <clears throat> um, I guess I've interacted with it, so I don't know that... It's probably too late to try to do this. I should have saved one of those actions. What I was going to try to do was, uh, it would take an action, I don't have it. I was going to try to do an intimidate check to tell it that playtime is over. And I suggested it, and then forgot to count out my actions properly. All so right. I guess I'm done. Who's next? We're going to, we're wasting all of our time in this encounter. Mm-hmm. We're playing when we should be telling them not to. We need to stop this. I'm going to first, first I get my um, recall knowledge for from my tome. And I'm going to use that to try to make a recall knowledge about possession, and particularly the possession of inanimate objects. Um, which skill would you prefer for that? Arcana, cultism, religion? Uh, I, oh, cultism or religion make the most sense here. Okay. We'll go with religion then. 24. 
you really don't get much more other than you, you are certain that these toys are being possessed. It occurs to you that maybe the traits that you're learning here are about the toy. Mm -hmm. Alright. Then I'm going to attempt the fortitude check to remove the second condition. 28. That's, a, that's it. That's a success. Alright. Alright. I'll go ahead and hit that one with exploit vulnerability. A little vomit doll on the back? Yeah. Yep. 35. You, you know it's uh, vulnerable to bludgeoning damage. Yep. Is that a crit success by any chance? A 35? Yeah. Almost, but not quite. Alright. Then I will go ahead and make a... Yeah. Just stick with instructive strike against it. For a 31 to hit. Yeah, I mean, that's a hit. Yep. 27 slashing damage, 5 fire damage, and it will proc its... Because I succeeded, my exploit vulnerability will proc its bludgeoning weakness. Okay. And... I mean, I don't really need to make the recall knowledge check. Actually, is it... And actually, that is enough that yep. it starts to crack and fracture and crumble to a few pieces. As that's enough damage to, you know, just break that ceramic... With a perception check to see that spirit escaping? Now that you guys know to look for it, you guys all see it. Okay. I'm assuming somebody mentioned it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you guys all see it happen. Can I? Can we make out anything distinct about the spirit? No, really. It's just kind of a, a shadowy blob as you see it. It's that movie effect where, like, the the phantom comes out of the, the object and swoops towards another one. That's my turn. That's All right. Actions. So, first thing that Dr. Jack is going to do is um, once again plead with the DM. Um, <laughs> I would like to use the uh, action under the diplomacy skill check known as request, where I make a diplomacy check. Um, and the GM sets a DC uh, based on the difficulty of the request. Some requests of are unsavory or impossible or even a helpful NPC would never agree to them. But I get, you determine the DC, I get a roll of diplomacy check against it, and then depending on my degrees of success, I get different results, such as crit success, the target agrees to their crest without any qualifications, or success just being that they agree, but they have some demands to make. Crit failure being not only do they refuse, but they, they start to hate me particularly. I mean, I'm willing to play this out if you are. I'm willing to give it a shot, and I know that if I crit fail this with my uh, only expert in diplomacy, I'm probably going to be targeted by all three of the creatures next round. I, good, good. I do want to know what your request is up front. I plan on requesting that they let us pass, given that we will play with them later, but we have something to do right now, and it's kind of hard to play with them when they're spitting acid and lightning on us. Okay. That is the request, so go ahead and you roll. <laughs> Dr. Constantine, I'd like to mention, I never lose. <laughs> I'll take a nat 20 on the die for 31 total. Uh, who's next? I still have two more actions. Okay. <laughs> now I bash him over the head with my... Nope, I'm just going to shield. And wait patiently. <laughs> and then who is next? Goes to them. 
So here's what happens. You get this sensation that you felt once before, but you didn't realize you felt it. When you were in the previous room with Atraxas, there was a moment where you realize that now you can go through the next door. Something has happened. Now, in that room, it happened for all four of you at the same time. But this time, you feel like it's happened for you and your companion. Not companions. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Because, unfortunately, in their childlike innocence, they assumed that us meant you and your ghost. Mm -hmm. So if you want to, you can exit the room into the next one. You are allowed to pass. I can just wait at the door. You know that this is something that you can do now. Of course, you don't get any free actions to do it. You'll have to wait till your turn. Mm-hmm. But you feel like if you wanted to, that door would let you pass. I guess I will see you in the next room. I'm going to be heading that way shortly. I'm sorry, what? Oh, I'm, I've just negotiated with them. I'm going to be going now. Just you. I'm, it's up to you to negotiate your own terms. I've already sold my soul for this contract. Constance is just going to look at him and just... I wish this was the first time he's done something like this. I give you an intimidating glare. <laughs> I think it's me. Yes. Right? Okay. It goes. It goes to Professor Tendleton. Yeah. His TA will be taking his turn in in his stead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to try to bargain with them as well. And tell them, okay, like enough of this. We can we can come back later and play, but right now we we have something else we need we need to go do. But I pinky swear we'll be back later to come and play. All right, give me that diplomacy check. Thirty. A thirty, and who were you saying? Which one were you saying this to? I guess because I have one right in front of me. So the slinky. Yeah. All right. As you say that, the slinky just, uh, you know, because it's like it's trying to wrap itself around you and coil. And it kind of pulls back to a certain degree. And the slinky just sits there and, like, bounces up and down, springing up and down in front of you very excitedly. Can I try to walk to the door? You try to walk to the door. Okay. Can I? I try to walk towards the door. All right. I mean, move yourself. Really? You're going to make the person with the shortest arms reach all the way across the door? What's your movement? Uh, I think 25. That's 25 there. Okay. And the diplomacy does take an action, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Request is one action. And then so another two. 25. <laughs> All right. You're there. Okay. Honestly, really great action economy, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's my turn. Who's next? It's me, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. <clears throat> I'm going to take an action to try to barf, clear my second condition. Port save, right? Yes. Um... Well, it's 28 before I apply my negatives for being terrified, and I guess second. So 24. 24 is uh, not a success. Okay, great. So, continue to waste actions. Um, you know what? <clears throat> I um, make a big blustery show of this. Um, I take my shield, and I take my hammer, and I slam the hammer on the shield, like, as l- hard as I can. Not enough to damage the shield. Right. But just make a big noise. And I will yell out, enough! Playtime is over. We have things we have to do. You back off. And if you're lucky, we'll come back and play with you later. But not now. So that's an intimidate check. Okay. Feel free to add any bonuses for role playing. 
No, oh, whatever it is, it probably sucks. <laughs> have a plus, look at have it. Have a plus one for that eloquent speech. <laughs> All right, well, I give up. <laughs> Son, no. Ah, boy. You know what? I, I've played a lot of role playing games in my life, and, you know, sometimes the dice are against you. But, goddamn. I, I uh, cannot win one. <laughs> Your, your dice are trying to murder you. There is no doubt. Trying? They're succeeding. <laughs> They're getting there. Uh, I'm trying to think of something I could do as productive. Uh, presumably that's three actions, because if I took some action to bang the thing on the shield and then intimidate... I, mean, and, uh, I would let that be part of the intimidate check. I suppose I've I've kind of shot my wad there as far as that goes. I, I don't know if I could... I guess the second one wouldn't be effective after failing to impress with the first one. Um, so I guess that... Um, I guess I'll bash the thing. Ah, uh, well, all right, well, it's a 33, 30. And which one are you? Uh, the one that's right from me, the dog. The dog, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that's a hit. Oh, well, look at that. Okay, so that's going to be 8 plus 4, 12 plus another 2. If I'm not mistaken, let me look at that bonus. Yeah, 14 points of bashing damage. Okay. That's it. Who's next? After Zedekiel, it goes to Dr... Constantinople. <laughs> All right. I need to ask you a question real quick. Yes. Would you allow me to use deception to convince them of something? Maybe. All right. Because what I would like to do is I would like to make a check in order to tell them, I'm getting a little tired. How about I tell you a story instead? I mean, is that a deception? That's the thing. <laughs> It's not, doesn't really fall under any of the three that I could find. Do you intend to tell them a story? Yes. You do intend to tell them that it's not deception. All right. And it's diplomacy. All right. I'm not going to succeed the diplomacy check for that. What's the story? So, what he he's actually is going to flip through his book, find one of his mm, cases that he's worked, mm -hmm. and tell that in the form of a story. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Tell your kids about the dead prostitute in the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> the murder children. Yes, I'm actually going to up the gore a little because they enjoy that. <laughs> I mean, they'd probably love it. Yeah, a bedtime story. So he's going to tell them the story about a case he worked in which there was a spree of attacks. People missing limbs, chunks of flesh bitten off, and as he hunted across the city for the culprit to this to find the necromancer who summoned this. <laughs> these creatures making these attacks and the fight and lie and say, oh, but I was defeated and had to run away to fight another day. I still hunt him. Um, I, uh, performance or diplomacy? If you want to make a skill check. I'll take performance. 23. 23. Interestingly enough, you feel like that went really well. They all seemed very captivated by your story. And the, the vicious, vile giggles <laughs> from the kids turned into, yay, woo, yay. The more you told the story, you feel like that worked well. You had a captivated audience. <laughs> but does the audience want you to leave? <laughs> Are they so captivated they want you to stay is the real question. All right. Once I'm done with this story, I'm going to say, all right, now that story time's over, 
I have to go back and hunt down that necromancer. I'll be back with more stories, perhaps of more victory. Another story! Tell us another story! Deception check? To lie to them about coming back? Yep. I'm sure. I don't like that look, Nickel. 30. Where they were bouncing around in excitement, they kind of stop, but they do seem motionless for a moment. No. They seem less happy than they did a moment ago after you told them a story. Thoughts, anyone? I thought it was a very good story. I don't know why you need to ask my opinion. It was a good story. (laughs) Yeah, I was very captivated by the story. Double down on that, you know, if you let us go, you get more stories in the future and then get the hell out of the way. Is that your three actions? Uh, yeah, that would be third. Then who's next? Goes to Dr. Jack. I'm just going to saunter towards the door. Okay. Are you going through the door? No, I'll wait. Okay. Like, start the second encounter by yourself. Do it. <laughs> no, do it. I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> Dr. Jack gets to the door and he kind of turns around, looks at the group, and he says uh, out loud, specifically thinking to himself, make it loud enough so that way the children can hear, says, Come on, lads, we must go. We have we have other activities to partake in. We can come back and play with them later. I know you're excited, but we, we simply must meet with Miss Embers. Is that maybe another di- uh, diplomacy check on behalf of someone else? Just just asking. Go ahead and roll it, and let's see what you do. Okay. Well. Not one. <laughs> no, we'll take it. Um, that'll be a 29 total. Once again, they kind of seem to stop to look at you. As much as they don't all have eyes, they kind of stop and spin your direction. Like, they, they seem interested in what you're saying, uh, but they don't seem happy or sad about it. And then whose turn is it? After Dr. Jack, it goes to them. The numerous. <laughs> yeah, bring it on, little creatures. So as the Pile dog continues on. to go underneath your feet, give me another reflex save. Sure. Mm, yeah, that's a big, very high. So once again, you definitely avoid uh, the dog. But as that's happening, there's a slinky that bounces over and tries to wrap itself around you. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and make me another reflex save. No, <laughs> nat 20 there. That's pretty good. Sure, uh, he's yeah. That, that one just misses you entirely. Like you didn't dodge. Doesn't that get one of? You, you're terrified. Yes, that is going to be a crit gets, success. Um, that gets rid of one of the. I'm not so, gonna not take it. So your terrified level will go down by one. Great. And then give me a fort save as that little uh, poco ball comes over and starts smacking right off of you. Uh, that fort save is going to be a twenty-five. Uh, twenty-five is not enough. Okay. So that is a failure. Mm-hmm. So your terrified condition is going to go up by one. Being poked with the ball knocks my terrified up. That's just for failing because you fail to save. That's just for fail to save. Okay. Being poked by the ball, uh, you know, it it seems fairly harmless at first. You're like, how can this really hurt me? Mm-hmm. And then one of those, uh, you know, as the ball comes along, it hits at a different angle and goes errant and aside and pokes you in the eyeball, Great. and you are currently blinded. <laughs> okay, all right, <clears throat> and uh, that's all three of them. Who's next? It goes to Doctor Tindleton. <laughs> Doctor Tindleton, I'll move. The rest of the way up to the door. Okay. Oh, well, finally, you're here. I see the rest of the group seems to be taking their dear sweet time getting over here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're ta- I mean, they're taking quite a quite a while. All, all right, guys, it's it's time time to go. We we can't keep Miss Ember's Ember's waiting. Uh, and then I'll make a um diplomacy check. Okay. Which I mean is not great. It's only a. 19. Yeah, you're not even certain they heard you. Okay. Uh, and then I'll just I'll just chill out and <laughs> I guess hang out with Doctor. Uh, actually, can I um, for my last one, I guess can I just attempt to calm 
myself? You have not done it for this room, so yeah. you may. And I'll use diplomacy, so I'll just give myself a little little pep talk. Like, you're fine. The dolls aren't looking at you anymore. Like, you're okay. Uh, that is 27. 27 is a success. Cool. So you lowered your terrified by one. So I goes back down to one. Cool. And who's next? It should go to Zadikio. Well, it's been a great day so far. I'm going to go ahead and uh, once again try to clear the sickened condition. Nope. So instead, I'm going to... Um, <clears throat> you know, the sport works with their weak constitution. Yeah. <laughs> Infamously known for it. Do I feel that, <laughs> there, do I feel that there's anything that um, I can do to see again? Can I rub my eyes? Can I remove... The rubber ball from my eyeball, <laughs> my eye socket. Is any of that? Uh, you think it's probably only fairly temporary, and it will go away after a number of rounds. Well, that's great. Then it's kind so of basically it's, your eyeball's a little stunned. Yeah, sure. And uh, but it's not just one round; it's multiple rounds. It's going to be a couple of rounds till you become unblinded. Okay. <clears throat> All right then. Um, uh, I I'm going to give it another shot with the diplo- uh, not diplomacy check um, because it doesn't seem like that's in my nature, even though I've got it. Um, I'm going to do intimidation once again. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I said it before. I'll say it again. Playtime is over. Go to bed. (laughs) Fail. Um, again, to clarify, nothing has snapped in my brain that says, uh, we can leave the room, right? That I can leave the room. Nope. The only person who thinks they could leave would be Dr. Jack. Although Dr. Constance seems to feel like yeah, he, uh, he might be getting close. So I don't know for sure if I can leave the room or not. You have no reason to think you can. Okay. I'm just assuming I can leave the room. <clears throat> They've just kind of left me alone. I'm going to bash on the one that I've hit previously. Okay. Oh, that might hit. Uh, that's a 30... 27. Yep. Well, oh, no, 27 20, misses by 27 one. Misses, yeah. That's because... Um, well, actually, you know what? No, I'm still... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys, I, I'm having a little trouble keeping track of all my conditions <laughs> here, considering the fact that I'm terrified, blinded, sickened, <laughs> and doomed, as we as it currently is. So, I think I'm just going to stay here with them. You guys go on without me. <laughs> Who's next? You're just going to live in this room? You should go to uh, Dr. Contra. <laughs> what do you got for me, Dr. Incontinence? I feel like I'm close to being able to leave. The fun part about getting to say his character's name wrong every time is that at this point I get to bully Nickel at the same time as having to punish him. Alright. This is an idea I kind of want to run by the table first. Okay. <laughs> Deception check to invite them along to come <laughs> with us on the adventure. Love it. Require them to let us leave the room. Love but it. they would not be able to leave the room. Love it. No, love it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, when Yeah. Like a field trip. We're going on a field trip. Yeah, a field trip to the candy store. Because that's the next... Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure that's the next hey, it one. It doesn't matter. what They don't need to yeah. know what's there. No, We're yeah. inviting them along in an adventure world. Yeah, because Julia Child be- is the next... I mean, Jules is the next room. Yeah. 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 No, I love it. I, I think you should go for it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think we... Yeah. Come along. On a little He's adventure. Gonna look down at the three and say, "All right, 
I'm, I know you're a little upset that I need to leave, so how about this? You come with me and we go find other people to play with. <gasps> play, 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 play! Come on. This way. Uh, <laughs> There's a, one of these little crystals slides across the room for no reason. Stop! I'm just using this. Rolls that I dice cannot again. Get caught, cannot not get caught. Well, that's why I used it. 35 on a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> I like to mention for the viewers at home who can't see this, Nichols just tried to roll a die. Rolled one of the lowest numbers I think I've ever seen him roll without getting a nat one. Then. Tried to roll again after sliding the uh, hero point across the, the table and then managed to have a die bounce up on top of a die, bounce off, get cocked, and then slide up on partially onto another one of his die. Yeah, I've never seen somebody fail to roll a die. Not, <laughs> and then, like, not that the it, die roll was a failure, but he failed to roll the die. And then it went like out mm -hmm. onto the floor. Like and it away. still was only like a nine when it hit the floor. Yeah, I I couldn't <laughs> see what it was. That that was a weird sequence of events. So as you start to walk away, they line up behind you, <laughs> single right. file, follow the single leader, file and follow you, and they say, "Yay, adventure! Yay, yay!" Woo. And they're like, you notice that they're kind of doing almost like a marching. You know, <laughs> maneuver behind you. Nicole, oh my god, what have you done? Now, do we get the feeling we are all allowed to leave? Not yet, quite yet. Okay. But like, the mood of the room is lighter. There's less darkness in the room. This seems to be more of a fun environment than it was a while ago. You have actions left? Uh, now that would be three. And then who's next? It goes to Dr. Jack, who is just kind of, I don't know, man. He's just kind of looking at his watch like, come on, got places to be. He's <laughs> just going to gesture, upbeat, upbeat. Well, uh, well, I know, but, uh, oh, why, hello there, Dr. Uh, Constance. It's nice to see you. Oh, I see you brought some friends along. Are they coming with us on an adventure? Yay! Woo! Yay! Oh, this seems well, quite rather lovely. That's what you're doing? Yeah. You, you could maybe reinforce it with more diplomacy. Hmm? That we're all allowed to leave. <laughs> Just a thought. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I don't have the highest charisma check here. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are wanting me to be the one to roll it. No. Well, we seem to be getting success whenever we're using diplomacy in such a way as to be convincing and supportive and positive. Yeah. Or, or don't worry about it. If you're afraid you're going to fail it and, and screw something yeah. up. Then, well, then it's just because I don't want to fail it and then screw myself out because currently oh, I, I yeah. seem to be the only one who has who is super guaranteed to go. Guaranteed so. to leave. I, I see. I don't want to screw okay. myself out of it. I see where you and your companion are coming <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Me and myself and I are all <laughs> free to go. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're done. Who's next? Them? Yep. Good news, right. Sean. You're no longer being attacked by them. Yeah, great. I mean, so, yeah. that makes me feel slightly less blinded, terrified, doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Constance, you hear something and feel something, and down by your feet, you see an object roll up next to you. It's covered in blood and gore and goo and, like, that oily, putrefied goo that was once flesh but underneath all of that foulness 
you think this is nothing more than a simple children's ball. And it rolls to your feet. What do you do with it? Toss it to them? Like, play toss? Do you pick it up and throw it? Sure. Say catch. <laughs> catch. You reach down and you wrap your fingers around that just vile and nasty, nasty ball. And you throw it. And all three children run after the ball. Think you're going to? You could probably leave the room. Right. Who goes next? I think it's the children. Nope, they that just went. The oh, they just went. So it's my turn. Yes, mm-hmm. Pendleton. Um, do I get the feeling I'm allowed to leave the room or no? Not yet. Okay. And the children are chasing after the ball. Uh, at this point, they've caught it and are running back. Okay. Is there any like toys around? Or it's a room filled with toys. Or like it right near me. It's a room filled with toys. Everything possible what? that you can imagine. It's here somewhere. What is... Challenge rolling them to a Beyblade duel. <laughs> um, okay, I guess I'm going to like reach for like, a toy right near. Okay, me. what kind of toy do you grab? Give them a Lego set. They love those. <laughs> <laughs> like crack. Believe yeah, me. like blocks or anything. It's like crack yeah, for children, sure. but not can I children. Gra- can I um, grab some like blo- like building blocks? Yeah, there's even like those little ones that have like the alphabet and the numbers yeah. on them. Yeah, can yeah, I? There's a set of those scattered around. Can I grab some blocks and build some blocks with them? Sure. Yeah. You want to start counting ten or something with the blocks, maybe? Um. Yeah. So, well, count. Put them in order. Uh. Yeah. We'll count to ten, and then just like basic words like cat, dog. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Play hide and seek with the children right as you go to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll count to 10 and then just like basic words like cat, dog. So like as you kind of lean down to get these, uh, there's a, you know, they're, they're not all stacked together. They're kind of near you and around you. Yeah. And you reach in to grab one because you see like the number three is stuck under some stuff. And as you do, you realize that like, it was being held by a hand once, uh-huh. and now the hand is like half desiccated, half, you know, rotted, rotted yeah. around it, and you like have to kind of reach in. Fun. And you, you hear that little slurping and sucking noise as you pull the block away, and then you realize that if you're spelling cat, you need that letter A over there, and it's like, mm, you know, when people die, the last thing they do is they release their bowels. Mm, yeah, and this person died way cl- close to the letter A, so it's just smeared in not new feces, oh, but old feces that's already half composted and got that moldy crust to it. You gotta grab that A. Go on about it, Richard. You're Come gonna, on. If you're gonna spell cat. <laughs> give us the real description. Come on. But after a moment of playing with them, you feel like uh, you've done the right thing. Okay. And they will let you leave the room. Okay. I go back up to the door after playing with them. What about Sadiqio? What are you gonna do? <laughs> this is going to be so funny. Gonna, oh yeah, brother! I'm gonna, Me and you, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna vomit on him. <laughs> All right, so I um, <clears throat> oh, you could play wrestle with the children. Guy, <laughs> I build a wrestling mat. What, a little, uh, what is this, Camp Canica? I rolled a personal <laughs> will save, so I did not throw up. By the way, <laughs> he's is ridiculous thinking it. to himself. Oh, yeah. I'm not the sharpest uh, stick in the drawer, which I think is incorrect. 
as a demonstration of the fact that I'm not very smart. <laughs> told you, it's my dumb stat. I'm, I'm not the sharpest rocks in the box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not the sharpest rock in the tool I'm shed. Not the, I'm not the sharpest... Uh, not the sharpest rock in the pile of bludgeoning objects. So, <laughs> but I think I'm finally getting it. They're upset because people wouldn't play with them. That's why they were whatever in the first place. All right, all right, kids. Hey, guess what? Uh, you're all a bunch of little soldiers, aren't you? Yeah, I see. You're going to go fight a battle. Maybe you're going to go slay a dragon, something like that, right? Right? Yeah, well, yeah well, good soldiers. Yeah, come here. You got to have, you got to get ready. Okay, so you, you're going to be the warrior, right? And so you need a spear. So you need a big pointy stick. Where's a pointy stick around here somewhere? Oh, look at that one. Covered what in... jabs you with a little ah, toy oh, spear? Oh, yes. How funny. Yes, you. Oh, I see you've drawn blood. <laughs> Actually, I would say I saw you draw blood, but I'm blind. So I don't see that. I just felt it. Here you go. All right, and you put this little helmet on. All right, you're the warrior. Can you fight, warrior? Mm, fight, woo! Yeah, you're the best. Slay okay, dragon. Uh -huh. And you know what we need on the battlefield as a good soldier? If we're going to be a strong party, we need a wizard. wizard. Oh, look at this cool pointy hat that I think I feel over here. <laughs> it's probably got some stars or shit on it. Here, you, you get to be the wizard. Wizard. And you get to cast spells. Fireball. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> That was hot. What What was that? And you guys see like a little fireball goes off in the corner of the room. You're mm -hmm. like, oh shit. Oh. Had, hadn't got to that toy yet. Oh no. Ah, crap. <laughs> and now you little one, you're thinking to be, oh, you get a choice. Do you want to be the holy priest or the, or the sneaky rogue, the sneaky thief? Hmm, priest, sounds fun. Great. Okay, well, here's a little mace, I think this is. It's pointy and bludgeon and he had some morning star. I don't know what it is. Here, take it. <laughs> it's a pointy There's a holy book or some crap. And now, it's you're a, the cleric. It's Yay. a femur. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you got when I'm holding. You guys are probably seeing the most awful shit that I'm handing out to people. He's ha he just like hands them like the book of Enoch and a, <laughs> just a femur. There you go. Okay. Some of it's like actual body parts, like yeah. skin hat and shit like that. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> And then you guys see this horrible Lord of the Flies moment. Well, Sean doesn't see it because he was blinded. But the other three of you watch as the kids, now that they're all outfitted for war, as they start trying to stab each other in a game of, like, you know, definitely very fatal tag, except for they can't die. So it's just them, you know, floating into other entities and other toys in the room and coming up with more violent, violent weapons to destroy each other with as they run each other through, they smack each other with with a hammer, they run each other with other toys. You know, you, you see a like a, a wolf creature come out and bite one of their legs off and the blood is spurting. This sounds really bad. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you started the arms race. <laughs> the Cold War has begun. You can do this! You do this! <laughs> and, and they just seem happier and happier as time goes on. And while that's happening, you slowly back your way towards the door. And yeah. the four of you feel like you could exit this room and leave. I suspect you, I'm tripping over a lot of things that I yes, you are. don't know what they <laughs> Jesus are. Christ, what have you done? I thought you had PTSD. Body you part. convinced children to kill each other for all eternity. As the four of you... My work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As the Mandelan children get the playtime that they've been hoping for for so long, they finally seem gleeful and happy, and no longer have that murder in their eyes, at least for now. The four of you begin to make your way into the next room. 
and what fun and exciting playtime awaits for you there, we're going to find out on the next episode of the Adventures Vault Podcast. Listen to more before I hunt you down.